Hi there and welcome to the Colton Boutique Show. My name is Daniel Patterson, International Sales Director. Uh, today we are joined by a familiar face to many of our clients uh, who are aware from our newsletters of uh, Mr. Jonathan Whitley. For those who are unaware, this is an opportunity to meet uh, Jonathan for the first time. Um, he is nicknamed our roving reporter as he likes to travel i think that's fair to say um jonathan thank you for joining us today and welcome to the show it's a great pleasure how have you been i've been fine thank you very much um last week i was uh, at a at a, a tasting for burgundies at the raf club in piccadilly oh, so nice. the years, years got it off, off to a good start Yes, and what what vintage was that? A twenty eighteen vintage? It was the twenty eighteen. See, so, uh, right across, it was it was um, Bouchard and William Fevre. Oh, wow. right, right across. I mean, you can't get much better than that. That's uh, true. William Fevre based up in Chablis, Bouchard based in Bone, uh, um, and right across it was a, a, a horizontal tasting right across the wow. right across the the Eau de Gamme. Yes, Van Eau de Gamme. Yes, they say yes. And obviously, Burgundy being one of the hottest regions for wine across the globe. Um, aside from your travels to Burgundy, where, where else have you been travelling the last, say, 12 to 18 months? In the last 12 to 18 months, I've been in Spain. Um, mm. Last last uh, year, uh, in June, July of last year, I decided, I was, I was happened to be on a, on a sunlit square in Cadiz, and across the across the way there was a there was a building that looked like a tourist office. Turned out to be a language school. I picked up a leaflet. I, th- I don't, my Spanish. I, I'm a fluent French speaker, but my Spanish isn't quite up to that standard. Okay. Um, and I picked up this leaflet and thought, yeah, maybe one day I'll do it. Went home, um, and a couple of day, ten days later, I was leafing through a pile, found this booklet, and thought, I'll do this. So I emailed and I went out to Cadiz for two weeks um, and uh, and and took part in this Spanish course um, for for adults and um, I was I was actually with there were there were uh, half a dozen of us uh, in the classroom and five of them uh, five of them were German plus me oh <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I, I had a little little bit and the, and their and their Spanish has to be said was more proficient okay uh, so I, a bit of an uphill struggle yes but we got there in the end good mm. and uh, how how is your Spanish now um, not but well I have to say <laughs> I I need I need more I need more practice yes um, were I to have were I to have learnt Spanish for as long as my I've learned I've been learning French. Um, that would be my my Spanish would be my, would be on the same level. Mm. But uh, as you as I've just explained, it's not. Um, but um, little by little, we get there. Yes, my Italian's not bad, however. Okay, okay. So if you were to rank your uh, expertise in languages, first would be French. Yeah. Second, Italian. Yeah. And um, third, third, third would be English. Third, third, third. <laughs> <laughs> well, English. <laughs> English is. Uh, I was born with it. So yes, yes, yes. I, was, I practically born. I was practically born with French. Oh. But some people think I am French. I mean, when I speak to French people, they say that because my accent is pretty good. Yes. Uh, but but I was lucky enough to be taken by my parents uh, to France on holiday when I was three and a half. So I'm, three and a half. Three well, and a half. Very young. Put the car on. Yes, the car went onto the plane. We put the car on the plane at Lid. And it came off at Le Touquet. My father drove down from Le Touquet to, to, to uh, the French Riviera. Wow. 
And, and with your studying of the French language and uh, French heritage, how long was you studying, um, I suppose, the language or France as a whole? I was, I was lucky. I, I started learning French formally um, when I was seven. Uh, okay. And then I went, I, did a, I went on to do it in secondary school. I did a, I did a, a degree in it, which, which, which gave me a year abroad in Dijon. Oh, lovely. Right at the top of the Côte d'Or. Yes. And, uh, um, but the trouble was that at weekends, I was confined to the town. I didn't get out of town very much, so I didn't get down into the, into the, east, the wine villages. Uh, I remedied that about um, 14 years ago. Um, I, I, I went on a walk from Fixa to Santony. That's uh, north to south, um, okay. through this lovely. I mean, you, you visualise. I can't see one, but um, visualising that wonderful map that Bouchard have, yes. our vineyard, um, going from uh, uh, east to well, west to east, Saint-Denis on the left, Dijon on the right. Okay, and and it goes through these wonderful parcelles. Mm. Um, Burgundy, of course, has just been the, the, the parcel of Burgundy have recently been given uh, a UNESCO World Heritage type, um, title, which they campaigned for for the last uh, uh, for several years, and I think it was it was granted to them finally in uh, uh, just a few years ago now. Yes, um, it's now World Heritage site, so so they can't do it. It's it's there for good. Oh, brilliant! As brilliant. As as are lots of yes. UNESCO sites in France. Yes, They're so lucky. Yes, and now, as we know as well, Jonathan, as well as appreciating uh, you know French culture and your travels, you also enjoy your wine tastings. You also enjoy uh, eating well. Oh yes. If uh, we was to come over to your home or if you were to lay on a, a party, so to speak, what what would your food and wine pairings be? What are some of your personal favourites that you feel others should try if they haven't tried already? I think these days, um, uh, the set rules that you, sh- you shouldn't pair um, uh, fish with red wine or mm. meat with white wine go out of the window. Yes. It all depends on... Or even uh, white, white wine with cheese. Yes. They, they, they go out of the window. Uh, you can have some very uh, salty white wine, which goes perfectly with the blue cheese. Mm. Um, um, some dry white wine, and maybe a, a Loire. Yes. A, a Loire... Um, I mean, a, a Loire, c'est uh, gros plan. Yes. Go nicely with a with a very with a very salty cheese, mm-hmm. um, and likewise, um, uh, you could have uh, a, a fairly meaty fish, like say hake, yes. which you could put with 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 red with no difficulty at all. Yes, and would you say like a more lighter style of red, like a like a Beaujolais, maybe, or is that too light? Or ah, uh, you, you could put a Beaujolais, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Now speaking of obviously, you know. Per peculiar pairings like red wine and not yet. Well, we cannot do that for the podcast. That's X rated, Jonathan. But uh, you know. no, they're not. They're not around to answer back. Are no. they? <laughs> That's for sure. However, you're you're rather traditional in your tastes, and you know, among your years of sampling some, you know, some very good wines, some very bad wines, for you, for the positive reasons, what would you say has been the biggest eye opener in terms of? Of a wine or a region or a country? 
Well, I'm, I'm, this is not the last time I'm going to come back to Burgundy in this, in this chat. Um, I went, um, oh, must have been 20 years ago now. Okay. I was working for a hotel marketing company mm-hmm. in, and as, a, as, a, as a private contractor. And there were, we had a campaign in Paris at uh, the Grand Hotel uh, Intercontinental, which was right now, right up to the opera, you know, the Palais Garnier. Yes. Right in the centre of Paris. And um, one evening at this hotel, there was a tasting um, by, for Joseph Duguay. Okay. Um, and I tasted, I tasted uh, Courton Chamagne, what a very, very famous Burgundy white. Right. Um, for, for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And it blew my socks off. I mean, I, I write, I write in, 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 in uh, my tasting notes for, for Chablis. Yes. Uh, I, I, just, I just wrote, blow your socks off. Wow. But this, but this particular, I, I can't remember the video. It was probably, it would have been, if it was 1989, I think it would have been 1989, it probably be about something like 87. Vintage would have been... Uh, uh, 87 yes on Mine. it was it was phenomenal yeah. well, absolutely phenomenal and I vowed because it, I mean as you will know Corton Charmagne is not uh, not uh, it doesn't come to a penny <laughs> <laughs> and I vowed uh, that for my 50th birthday I would treat myself uh, to a bottle because they, they, they ran a hundred pound bottle um, oh. and uh, um it hasn't happened. I, I, I decided uh, something got in the way. I didn't. But one of these one of these decades, I'm going to treat myself and just enjoy it. The bucket list wine. Yes. So it's a revisit yes, yes. once again. And there's also, I'll tell you, <laughs> this ties nicely in with, um, with uh, the, 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 the wine tasting. There's also a, a restaurant uh, very, very close to uh, the Corton Vineyards okay. called Le Charmagne. Yes, and uh, it's it's a fusion. It's a it's a it's a um, a, a Japanese French fusion restaurant. I think the chef is French and his wife is Japanese. Oh wow! And and so there is it's like Oriental influence. Yes, particularly white wine. Yes. So my my, my one of my ambitions, not not which I must soon achieve, given the in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, um, is to go to this restaurant and eat there, looking out over vineyards mm. with a bottle of Cote Champagne. There you are. What could be better? Heaven. Heaven in the restaurant. Indeed. Now, speaking of um, going slightly off topic, I suppose, speaking of, again, going, going back to wine pairings and, you know, food pairings, etc. And you mentioned about Southeast Asia and, and France. There is an uncommon misconception, maybe a common misconception, if you can call it that, that if you're going to have Southeast Asian food, that there is no wine to pair with it. However, there are people that would argue if you are going to pair Southeast Asian food, you should have it with Rieslings. Where would you stand on that? Riesling, yeah, off dry, off dry Rieslings is a good is that that's a uh, I would say that's a good pairing uh, with Southeast Asian food. Yes. Um, otherwise, the whole lot of whole lot of um, whole lot of um, French Alsace wines. Um, uh, French wine from the Alsace. Oh, stunning! Um, uh, you've got your Pinot, your Pinot Gris. Yes. Uh, you have a. I mean, Gewurztraminer is 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 the classic example. It is. Um, yeah. That would go. And I tell you what else is. What what else is nice with um, with um, uh, uh, with Asian food? Yes. Um, 
<laughs> I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Um, and it's I can see the bottle. Sorry, it's not getting it'll come back. It'll come back. Um but but certainly certainly Gewurztraminer. Um Torontis. Yes, ah, there we are. Torontis. Yes. Argentina. Yes. We're, we're going Beautiful. Right, we're going right to the other side of the world. We are. Um Amazing. But but, but a now Argentinian uh, this is a this is a wine. This is a wine that I came across for the first time. On, it was in a from a newspaper article. I bought it in Safeways. There you go. It has, wow. Safeways not been around for a long time. No, it hasn't. Uh, Caballo de Plata. Okay. Silver, silver. What is it? silver? Silver horse. Mm. El Caballo de Plata. Torontis, okay. Argentinian. And I never. No, I don't. What's this? Torontis. And, and yes. but it is really. It is. A, it's an unusual wine. Yes. It's it's, it's um, from from uh, the heart of Argentina, mm-hmm. but great with. Uh, and a wonderful pairing with 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 Asian food. Wow, I must try that. I've never tried a Torontes with uh, Southeast Asian food, so definitely something Works. I will be trying. There's, there's one. I'll, t- I'll tell you a restaurant to go up the road. Yeah, okay, yes. thank you. <laughs> if I don't like it, you can give me a refund as well, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> now you was recently. Um, when I say recently, I would imagine the last ago. yes, a couple of years ago within Lebanon. Yes, that's right. And a lot of people who may consume wine would probably. Assume Chateau Moussa within the Becca Valley is the only wine to come from Lebanon. Not a bit, not a bit. There what? are, there used to be about two or three. Uh, Chateau Moussa was one. Uh, Kassara is another, um, uh, which is in the Bekaa Valley, um, as is as is Moussa. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there are there were there were only two or three that people would rec- recommend to drink. There are forty, a, a good forty plus wineries in the Lebanon. Forty at the, at the moment, yes, forty four zero. Messiah is is a M A S A Y A, not to be confused with religious stuff. Yes, but Messiah, Heritage is another one. These are these are these are mostly reds. Yes. There is, there is, uh, Cassara do a very nice uh, blanc de blanc. Okay. Um, but, but don't by by all means, if you if you're if you're looking at a wine list, don't overlook the Lebanon. Um, what what what? I, I won't name the restaurant, but what but what um, I, annoys me is that there is a, there are a couple of uh, uh, Lebanese restaurants I know. One is in Kingston. Okay. Um, and they do not have. A Lebanese wine as their house wine, and they damn well should. They should. And, I mean, I, I I I go to the. I say to the every time I go there, uh, they've got French wines as their house wine, uh, but they, they they have some. They have some. Maybe it's a maybe it's a markup issue. Um, mm. They have they have a, a, a Lebanese wine, but at a very a, a rather large markup. Yes. Wow. Why? Yeah, why? They're, they're producing. They're producing wonderful Lebanese food in, a, in an atmosphere with you know you could almost see a belly dancer come through the door. Oh yeah, wow! I mean, you, you don't. There isn't one, <laughs> but, but you can imagine one. Wishful it's, thinking. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> but um, but um, they they don't. Uh, they, there's there's no Lebanese wine in the house, but it should happen. It should. 
Mm. I agree because a lot of Lebanese wine, especially when I go out with whether they're clients or when we've been out to a few places ourselves and we've gone to Lebanese restaurants where they do store Lebanese house wines, they're really good. They are. You don't, are. You don't need to spend 30, 40 pounds on a bottle. Absolutely not. You can spend your 20, 25 pounds. Uh, of course, the, the, great, the, the, the great accompaniment to... To Lebanese Messi. I was only thinking about this half an hour ago because I was talking. I was talking to a lady uh, as we speak. Um, I was talking to a lady half an hour ago who spends most of her life in that she's English, but she married Lebanese and spends most of her life. She has a flat in Beirut and lives there. That's brilliant. So I was I was talking to her only half an hour ago, and we were t- and a friend of ours had a little tiny bottle of Kassarak. This is this is Arak from K- Chateau Kassara. Get it? K S A R A K. Okay. Kassarak. It's a um, in a in a beautiful little bottle, but that's the that's the um, that's the uh, uh, classic accompaniment to Lebanese Mezze. And but if you're not going to drink wine, of course. Yes, of course, of course. But 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 but, but Arak, of course, is made from by by the Lebanese wineries. Right. Was interesting facts there for mm. sure. Now, obviously, um, of all the events you've attended, and there've been a few, so <laughs> I know I'm asking you to dig in deep to remember here. And uh, these events that you've attended on our behalf, what has been the most enjoyable? I think there's a. I think there's a cross. There's a toss up here. Um, we. Um, um, I'm lucky enough. Uh, once a year, they're, they're, all, they're both annual events. Um, lucky, lucky enough, once a year to go to the um, Phil's Portfolio Tasting, um, which is normally held in in February, mm-hmm. uh, in a in a in a in a, um, in a building overlooking the te- conference centre overlooking the Thames, and there are the wines from all over the world. I, we have we have um, uh, New Zealand. Where there's America. Jo- very jovial chap runs a runs a winery in 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 in, in California, whom I see from year to year, and we just exchange pleasantries. Um, there is. Um, uh, then we come back to then we come back to Burgundy on the on the other side of the room. Yes, I don't actually spend too much time with the Burgundies uh, on on that occasion because I've already been to the tasting that I went to this last week, um, and it's a good opportunity to to um, to sample wines from. Uh, of, of 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 differing of differing quality and character uh, and and fame from yes. from from different areas in the world. Um, I, te- I I was poured a um, a glass of a glass of port uh, uh, last time I went there at the very end of the afternoon uh, by um, by uh, Paul Simington, um, who um, poured me a glass of uh, his a very ancient port, which I enjoyed as a, as a as a as a kind of finale to the occasion. Oh. Uh, the other one uh, you asked me, well, I was torn between the two. Yes. The other one is a, is a is an event which is really a, j- a bit of a joke called Imbibe Live, right? Uh, which takes place in Olympia at Olympia in, the, in early July. Okay. And it's. Um, for mainly for the on trade, it's not. We're not. We're not. I mean, Carlton Boutique don't really have much interest there. Um, uh, although there is a, t- it's, it's 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 more cocktails and 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 bars 
and uh, uh, things to put in in, in exotic in exotic like mixes. And uh, yeah, things of exactly that nature. like that. Although there is, there is there there are two things two exceptions I'd like to say. Um, one is that there is a small wine section, and the, but the other is that they have some very uh, interesting um, t- uh, talks and tastings for on 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 wine. Uh, I attended one a couple of years ago uh, on solely on English wine, given by the uh, one of the one of the important people in uh, uh, the, the agricultural college. In in Pumpton, which is in in, Sussex, in in which is in Sussex, and of course they now run uh, a an immunology course uh, because of course they, they I mean Ditchling where they're based is right in the middle of the English wine wine, wine growing country, so they're 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 they're, they're very well placed. Oh, brilliant! To 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 to, to educate up and coming wine growers. Wow, perfect. Okay, and lastly, I think everybody who's going to be watching this will probably know the answer to the question. But of course, <laughs> you, you're here answer. to answer the questions, right? <laughs> I know so the answer. If you could only drink from one region for the rest of your days, where would it be I and why? In a nutshell. In a nutshell. Uh the uh, the <laughs> the Burgundy region that I, and I have to say because I, I, I have no I have no uh, knowledge I don't know I have knowledge of the Maconnais or the Beaujolais but I would say the Burgundy region and more specifically the Côte d'Or is where I would po- quite like to end my days um, I uh, there, there is so much that is joyous about that region um, in in such a in such a concentrated area that it, I could I could easily walk as I have done from vineyard to vineyard, uh, finding exciting things that I could talk about um, for much longer than we got here. Yes, much longer time. Wonderful. Mm. Well, Jonathan, thank you very much for taking time out today to come uh, for our show. Uh, hopefully, next year we can go to Burgundy as opposed to Bordeaux for but, an on-premier campaign. Tanya, um, that would be lovely. And you would be excellent company. Uh, vice versa as well. Mm. Especially as you can speak the lingo better exactly. than I can. So yes. there we are. But um, that is all for today. So thank you once again for joining us. And until next time, all the best. Thank you very much.